Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. How many of you want to make the right decision 100% of the time? How many of you want to be successful in everything you do? I believe that all of you want to make the right choice, being the right place, doing the right thing, saying the right thing, and related to the right people all the days of your life, 100% of the time. I want to tell you the secret of how to live such a victorious life that is to be led by the Spirit of the living God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord. We, we can learn from you how to be led by your Holy Spirit. We ask you to teach us, to show us the way, to educate us, and give us supernatural experience of how to be led by your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father. We receive your word. We receive what you want to show us. Open our spiritual eyes to see the way of heaven, and open our spiritual ears to understand and to hear what the Spirit of God wants to speak to us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In order to be led by the Holy Spirit, we need to realize that the Holy Spirit is a person. He is a divine person. We can commune with Him, fellowship with Him, He is not an object. He is not like a chair or a piano. That's why we call him and he. The Lord Jesus called the Holy Spirit in the Bible, he and him as well. We don't call the Holy Spirit it. We cannot fellowship with a chair. We cannot fellowship with a piano. But we can commune and fellowship and have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. He is a divine person. The person has a mind, a will, emotion, decision, action, reaction, and words. Does the Holy Spirit have a mind? Yes. Does the Holy Spirit have a feeling? Yes. He can be grieved by the sin of people. He can speak. He can talk to you. He can communicate with you. The Holy Spirit is a divine person. Therefore, we need to respect Him. And we need to honor Him and treat Him like God. He is as God as Jesus is. The Holy Spirit is God, just like the Father is. So He is the Creator, the God of the universe, who lives on the inside of us. He knows everything about everything. And He is in us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We can have access to His knowledge and to His power because He is living on the inside of us. 
In First John chapter two verse twenty, the Bible said, "But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things." What is the anointing? The anointing is the presence of the Holy Spirit. We have the anointing. We have the presence of the Holy Spirit. Many people say that I want power. I want the anointing. They don't understand sometimes that the anointing or the power mean the manifestation of the presence of the Holy Spirit. But in the presence of the Holy Spirit, there are other things as well. The Holy Spirit give us joy. Peace, faith, love, power. When we are filled with the presence of the Spirit and we yield to Him, the joy of the Spirit can rise on the inside of us. We can have more faith. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we have the love of God that is beyond understanding. That we can love people that are not lovable, and we can have. Love. We can have faith. We can have peace that come from the Holy Spirit. We can sense His peace when He shows up. We can sense His love when He fills us. The Holy Spirit is not limited by any physical form. At one time, He showed up as a dove, even though He was not a dove. He w a n t to tell people that He is a gentle Holy Spirit. Another time, He shows up. As a talking fire, he was at the burning bush, and he was talking to Moses. He showed up as a pillar of cloud, as a pillar of fire. Show up as a wind of the spirit. He manifests himself in a different physical form and type, but he is not limited by the physical things. He is. The divine person. We need to be reminded all the time that the Holy Spirit is a person, and He is another Comforter. John chapter 16 verse 7, Jesus said, "Nevertheless, I tell you the truth: it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper, which means the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I depart," I will send him to you, John chapter 14 verse 16, and I will pray the Father, and He will give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever. The word "another" means one of the same kind. Who is the first Comforter for the disciple? That is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ was the helper, the comforter, the teacher. He taught them. He taught the disciple how to minister to the demon possessed. He taught them how to live for the kingdom of God. He was their first helper, but he was going away. After he went away, he sent another comforter. The Comforter of the same kind, and His name is the Holy Spirit. Jesus' relationship with the disciple is the kind of relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit as well. Our relationship with the Holy Spirit even better than 
Jesus' relationship with the disciple, because the Holy Spirit is with us and in us 24/7, and we can commune with Him all the time. When Jesus was on earth in the physical body, He was limited by His physical body. He could not be everywhere at the same time. He could talk to one person at a time, but the Holy Spirit is in us and all of us, anywhere, anytime, any place, all the time. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, morning, late morning, noon, afternoon, and at night time. He is available to us all the time, and He is. Available to us even more than Jesus was available to the disciple. We can talk to him, just like the disciple talked to Jesus. He is another helper for all of us. We can ask him questions. He will answer us. We pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, but we commune or fellowship or talk or spend time with the Holy Spirit. On earth here, and he would speak back to us. He will answer our question. He will tell us what to do. We can talk to the Holy Spirit, and the best person in the whole universe that we should talk to is the Holy Spirit. He is even better than me, better than your teacher on earth here, better than any counselor on earth. He's the best counselor. He's the best car mechanic. He's the best hair stylist. He's the best. Doctor, he knows about medicine. He knows about car mechanics. He knows about the engine. He knows about everything. We must be aware of his reality, his presence. We must be aware of his divine person in our life. Each day, we go around doing our own business. Everywhere we go, we may face a situation. That we have to deal with something or make decision, and most of us will make our own decision, figure it out how to do things on our own ability. We make our own choices, but later on we find out that we make a mistake. Then we turn around to talk to our coworker or our friends and ask them what I should do. And they give you some advice, but it's not perfect. And then you make another imperfect decision. While you're doing that every day, the Holy Spirit looks at you and thinks, "Oh, I know what you ought to do. I am here with you. However, you never look to me. You never ask me. You never talk to me. He is like a gentleman." He never forces his way into us. He wait for us to talk to him. He can tell us the solution of the situation. He is the smartest person in the whole universe. He knows everything about everything. The Bible says in James chapter four, verse two, "Yet you do not have because you do not ask. You do not have because you do not ask." We can choose to go through life, doing our own things, and make some mistakes. And the Holy Spirit knows that we have made some bad decisions. 
He would have told us if we ask him, but we just ignore him, never look to him, and run our own life. But he said, "I'm willing to help you. I will tell you what to do. I'm waiting for you to ask me." But we keep ignoring him. We keep doing our own things. We never commune with him or fellowship with him. Never check in with him. And the Holy Spirit just keep waiting and waiting. Can you imagine? You walk with somebody next to you, but you completely ignore that person who has. Unlimited amount of money, unlimited amount of wisdom, and you keep ignoring him, ignoring him. He want to help, but you never ask. So he doesn't want to push his way in, and that is the way most Christians treat the Holy Spirit. My dear brother and sister, we need to acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life. This knowable person. He is an all-knowing God. We should be led by the Spirit. We should not be people-led. We should not be hate-led. We should not be pressure-led, problems-led, reason-led, feeling-led, or even circumstance-led. We should be led by the Spirit of God. We should check in with Him all the time. We should look to him, ask him, and respond to him. There are three things that we need to do in order to increase or develop the sensitivity to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Number one, we need to realize that he is the divine person and he is with us. Two, we need to reverence him. We need to respect him and honor him. Because he is a divine person, everything we do, we should respect him. Because the Holy Spirit is in me, I will not do anything to despise him in my life. In the, despise him who is in my life, I will not look at the bad books, or I will not get involved with any gossiping. Because when I was Sitting there to gossip with somebody in my office, it means that I bring the Holy Spirit in there and I despise him. I need to respect him properly and sincerely all the time. Not just only in the church service, all the days of my life, I need to respect him. And not only that, I need to respond to his guidance, to his direction, and yield to him, yield to his voice. Why don't you say? Realize, reverence, respond. When we are so sensitive to the Holy Spirit, He can just whisper to us a little bit, very little, small voice, and we can hear right away and we respond right away. He doesn't have to yell. He doesn't have to shout or shake us before we respond to His voice or His guidance. If you and I are led by the Holy Spirit 100% of the time, we will never make any mistake. We will never mess up anything. We will never create any problems or make a bad investment. Obviously, you and I are not led by the Holy Spirit 100% of the time. We are still developing, learning, 
growing and improving in this area. I'm not perfect yet in this area, but as year go by, I am developing the sensitivity to the Holy Spirit and being guided by the Holy Spirit. I give you one example. A few days ago, one of the sisters in the church handed me her phone, and the phone showed a picture from a man in Europe. And the person who sent that picture say, "Can the pastor lay hand on this picture? Pray for him that he will be healed." At that time, I looked at the phone and the picture, and the Holy Spirit told me, "You don't need to lay hand because that is not biblical to lay hand on the picture on the phone. You should just pray by faith, and I will answer you." So, at that dining table, I was sitting there praying by faith. Two days later, I got the email from Europe that at the time we pray in America, this man coughed and he felt that something left him. And the next morning, he got better. The doctor was shocked because he was much better and almost healed. Wow! You see, I listened to the Holy Spirit. I did not want to do anything unbiblical. I just want to follow His voice. We can listen to the Holy Spirit all the time, and we can develop this lifestyle. Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-seven. Now He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The Holy Spirit is a person. And the Bible says that he has the mind. Romans chapter eight verse fourteen: For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Can we be led by the Spirit of God? Can He tell us what to do? Yes, because we are sons and daughters of God. Romans chapter eight verse sixteen: The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit. That we are children of God. The Holy Spirit can bear witness in our spirit. He talk into our spirit. Let me explain some practical points here. When you study the Bible, you find out that human beings are spirit beings. Our real person is the spirit. Our body is just like a tent or a house that our spirit live in. And we have the mind. We are not the mind, but we have the mind. The mind is what we have to learn, to receive information, to understand, to remember, and to think. The brain is just a physical organ where our mind is working through. After we die, our physical body and our brain will decompose and. End up to be a dust, but our spirit and our mind will go together into heaven, and one day God gonna give us a new body. We have the mind, but we are the spirit. How can you fellowship with another person? You can fellowship with another person by being in his presence, in some way or another. Such as you are in the same room 
and you talk or eat together, or you can be in the presence of that person through some type of telecommunication, phone call, Skype, and you spend time through the telecommunication. What does it mean, fellowship or communion? It means sharing in common. The best illustration of communion or fellowship is to sit together with somebody and have a meal together. When you sit down at the same table, you are sharing the common table, and then you eat from the same table. You pass the plate of potatoes, and you share that potato together at that dining table. Not only that, you share words and ideas and feelings by communicating and talking and the body language and the eye contacts. You're sharing something together. That is fellowship. Sharing words, sharing things in common. Yes, words are important, but words mean nothing unless those words convey the thoughts. You can speak for an hour, but if what you speak for an hour does not convey your thoughts, that is not a communication. If the other person who listens to you doesn't understand at all what you're talking about, or maybe even misunderstand what you try to communicate, that communication is not working. Human being has the limitation in vocabulary, in the ability. To understand people's thoughts and words, that's why so many married couple misunderstand each other. They try to talk, but sound like just never communicate, because words are not enough. Sometimes people can understand your words, but sometimes they don't. There's more than just words that you speak. You have to convey the thoughts in your heart. Now. How we commune with the Holy Spirit when we share knowledge, ideas, and thoughts. The Holy Spirit has the mind. He is in our spirit. We also has the mind. When we think about something in our mind, because the Holy Spirit lives in us, and His mind and our mind is connected, He can perceive your thoughts right away within just a split second. He can receive your thoughts faster than the speed of the light. He can know whatever you think right away, because he is in your spirit and your mind and his mind connected. The problem is that we are the one who shut off his mind because we never talk to him, we never listen to him, and we don't know what he knows. We don't have his knowledge or understanding, but when we begin to commune with him and fellowship with him, there's a sharing here. He can tell us from his mind into our mind in a split second. You know right away what he thinks, what he want to tell you. He has the knowledge. He knows everything about everything. You can have an instant understanding and knowledge, a learning, without the use of reasoning and any kind of mental apprehension. 
because his thought just flow into your mind right away. This is the way how the Holy Spirit speak to you all day long. Again, First John two twenty say. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, the presence of the Holy Spirit. And you know all things. Wow, we can test the power of the world to come. Because the Holy Spirit is the earnest guarantee of the fullness of our inheritance that will come later on in heaven. We can be led by the Spirit. We can know all things by the Holy Spirit. He is the all-knowing Spirit. We don't need to hear audible voice, even though I like to hear the audible voice from God. We don't need to see anything from our eyes, even though I love to see Jesus show up in my car or in my bedroom. Thank God that somebody see vision and see Jesus show up. Thank God many people can hear the audible voice. But we should not give an excuse and say, oh, because God hasn't showed up. Because I haven't heard the audible voice. We don't have the natural manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I will not do anything. I don't know anything. No, 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 no. He has the mind and I have the mind. And He is the Spirit. He can feed us the understanding and knowledge from His mind to our mind without audible voice, without seeing anything. So what we need to do is to feed our spirit to be stronger and stronger. So that we can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So that our mind will be in tune with His mind. How do we feed our spirit? Yes, we should go to church on a regular basis. Being in the presence of God. Worship God. Listening to the anointed teaching every single day. Reading the Bible. Feed the spirit. So our spirit will be stronger in order to be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. First John chapter 2, verse 27, the Bible says in the Amplified Bible, But as for you, the anointing, the sacred appointment, the unction, which means the presence of the Holy Spirit, which you receive from Him abides permanently in you. So then you have no need that anyone should instruct you. But just as His anointing teaches you, the anointing, the presence of the Holy Spirit can teach you Concerning everything, everyone say everything. And it's true, and it's no falsehood. So you must abide in, live in, never depart from Him. Being rooted in Him, knit to Him, just as His anointing has taught you to do. You see, the Holy Spirit is in us. We need to knit to Him, connect to Him, root in Him. So that the thought in his mind will flow in a split second into our mind. Thank God that we can hear audible voice sometime. Thank God that we can see Jesus show up or see the angels show up. But all day long, we cannot depend on that. 24-7, every single minute, we should be led by the Spirit of God. This scripture doesn't mean that we don't need the pastor, the teacher, evangelist, prophet, and the apostle to teach the Bible. The Bible says that God gave some to be apostle, some prophet, some evangelist, some teacher and pastor. Because the Bible says so, it means that we still have teachers, pastor, apostle, prophet, evangelist, who can educate us the word of God. We cannot push them away. 
but while they are teaching, the Holy Spirit can speak to you whether what they are teaching is correct or biblical or not. We should examine what they teach by looking at the Word of God and by listening to the author of the Bible, that is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can give you the knowledge to be the best doctor, to be the best teacher, car mechanics, engineer, nursing, or any type of profession. He can help you to be a minister of the gospel. You don't need to hear audible voice. You don't need to have any feelings. You don't need to hear anything, but you can have the witness of the Holy Spirit inside your spirit. Therefore, please don't try to see anything. Even though, if God opened your spiritual eye to see the things in the realm of the spirit, that is great. And I'm not against it at all. And I'm for it too. I'm for the spiritual eyes to be open and see the things of the spirit. And my spiritual ears to be open to hear the audible voice of God. My dear brother and sister, I want to read one more time. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. I want to encourage you. God has a bigger plan for your life. We are living in a natural. But in the spiritual from heaven, God has a bigger plan for your life. If you just follow your own mind, you're going to stay in the little plan of your life. I want to encourage you to listen to the Holy Spirit to join in God's plan and eventually reach to your destiny and you will have a lot of rewards in heaven, a big mansion in heaven. Not only that, I want to encourage you in your daily life, in the dealing of things in your life, your job, your driving, your transportation, your way of talking to people, the way you handle your work, you have to do something in a computer. I want to encourage you. Be led by the Holy Spirit. He will tell you what road you should drive through. How you're going to fix this problem in the computer. How you're going to talk to your boss or your customer. He will help you in your daily living. He will help you to find God's destiny for your life so that you will not waste your life away on earth by just seeking material things. And the last thing I want to encourage you is that he even care for your small detailed things of your life. Where to park? Should I choose that cloth? How I should do the shopping today? Any detailed things in your life, he can help you. If you can live your life that way, you will live a supernatural life in the high plane like an eagle. And you can fly above the storm of life. You will not be just like a chicken on the ground. But you will be high and float with the wind of the Holy Spirit. You shall have a victorious life. You shall fulfill your destiny. God's grace and favor will be upon you. Everywhere you go, you shall be blessed. You shall have victory, prosperity, and you shall be the blessing to other people. I pray that we all will grow, develop, and improve the lifestyle of being led 
by the Spirit of God. Thank you so much for listening. We will come back again together to learn about Spirit-led living. I have preached this message five sermons in the past. And please go back to listen to the first five sermons and continue the next lesson again and again. I will continue to preach this subject. May the Lord bless you. I will close in prayer. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, to help us understand how to be connected to the Spirit of God. Help us, Lord, and remind us to feed our spirit, to recognize the presence of the Spirit, to realize that He is a divine person and He is with us. Help us, Lord, to have a reverence toward the Holy Spirit and respond to the Holy Spirit. Father, may this teaching not be only a head knowledge, but it will build up the experience in our life that we will be able to walk in the Spirit, walk in victory, and being led by the Holy Spirit will be so real in our daily experience. Thank you, Father. We love you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I see you in the next teaching. God bless all of you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
you know. 